I'm Camille. And I'm Kelly. Welcome to the third series of our journey. So we're going to just jump right into the stepping stones that help to create change in your life. Um, With the first one being create promises to yourself. So a really good promise to yourself is creating a goal. I'm personally a really big fan of creating smart goals, um, ones that are specific, measurable, so that you can check your progress when you got there, um, that they are attainable, that they should be within your scope of things, not trying to be a a super bottle in six months. Um, They are reasonable reasonable I feel like attainable and reasonable are kind of the same thing so I feel like I'm, I'm missing that one and then the last one time sensitive um making sure that you know when you're expected to hit that time by um so the point being is be specific about your goals um so that we know when we got there so creating promises is how you build up confidence but how do you fulfill your promises through self-discipline right? Mm-hmm. That's how, oh, yeah. that's how you provide the both, you know, motivation. Everyone says, Oh, you use motivation to try to hit your goals. Well, motivation is not there when you're at the bottom, when you're trying, right? Motivation is fleeting. It's only there when the, when the going's good, it's right. not there when the going's bad. Well, if so, you think about it, how often are you motivated? You are more that if you're, if you had the scale, mm-hmm. right? The, 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 Whatever. More often than the not, scales, yeah, right. Yep, they're tipped more heavy on the more often that you're gonna want to sit on the couch and not do whatever, especially at the beginning, right? So looking for motivation is crap because right. it'll get you started, but it's not gonna sustain you. you. We'll yep, it's you not going. gonna keep you going. So I think using self discipline keeps you going. You have to just put your head down, do your due diligence, hold yourself accountable. You know, be your own parent to get you to the next step. But how do you build the discipline? You do it by keeping, this is my perception. Yeah. Unless you want to go. No, ahead. you, you go. go. I don't have a direction yet. So so the, the way you build your discipline is you start with small things yeah. every day, right? So whether that's um, walk around a block, mm-hmm. right? Or um, uh, I'm going to drink 20 ounces of water mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever those little, little pieces of action that creates belief and it starts you on the path of discipline because Mm -hmm. then you start building the belief in yourself that you can do it. And so, and then by doing those little daily habits every day, you start building the discipline in the really small stuff, Mm -hmm. which then you build and build and build to get to the big stuff. I can't believe you didn't say the word momentum. I was like, it's gonna, it's there. She's gonna (laughs) say it. Uh, But that's what it is. It's, it's, Reverse engineer your goal. Start with the smallest thing that you can achieve in one day. Ideally, like one hour would be a great first place. And then achieve that and then achieve another one. And then that creates momentum that propels you to get to keep you moving, to keep you motivated. Um, And and they don't always have to be fitness related. No. Yeah. Not at all. The goals like some like what if. What if you don't floss your teeth every day? Right? Yeah. Like it can be as simple as I'm going to floss my teeth every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And most people listening are like, well, that's dumb. Right. Like who, whatever. But it seriously is the, it's the simplest way to start building self-belief, which leads you down the path of discipline, which you have to have. You have to have you in have the to. journey. 
have to because and you have to figure out and that's why it's hard because everybody's like well i don't know how to build my discipline we just do yep one promise at a time make it super small but make sure you can accomplish it give yourself a little self dopamine hit i cannot tell you how many times i finished workouts in contest prep literally held one hand up and high five the same (laughs) hand after a workout like it was so stupid and so silly but i will never forget how i felt Every day after doing my workouts at the YMCA over in wherever I was living, and I would walk down the stairwell after my workout of doing 55 minutes of hit stairs or some bullshit, put my hand up, you did it. And then that's how I left my workout. You did it. Like that that creates the momentum. Right. And I dare say you have to write down, you have to write them down because it's very easy to, when life gets hard, to be like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I really didn't mean yeah. that goal. I'm going to do this one. But when it's in black and white and you have it written down staring at you, you're like, well, I got to do that because yeah. I wrote it down. There's something, I, I don't There's know what it is. It's, like, it's it. like verbalizing. It's like putting action, right? Mm-hmm. The verb is an action. So it's like taking it out of your head and writing it down. It makes it, it puts it in motion. And I am a huge technology advocate. However, when it comes to idea generating or goal setting or promises to yourself. I do think there is a lot to be said about the power of a written word. Um, so even though I am so pro technology, I do still handwrite things that are goal oriented like that. So that, like you said, there's just power in writing. Right. Um, it helps you, your brain's going to fulfill that a lot quicker mm-hmm. because you wrote it down and right. you, you put it out into the universe. Exactly. And after you start to fulfill those promises after promises and you start to gain that momentum, it's slowly building your confidence. Mm -hmm. And so, but once you're starting to get a little bit more confident, you're like, yeah, I can do this. I can make changes. I floss my teeth all week this week. Like I am being better. You need to be consistent with that. Right. That needs to be mandatory, like no exceptions. Like you have to keep going through that. Otherwise you'll never reap the reward of your compound interest. That's the result down the line. That's the thing you don't look for as the end result. Like when you're investing in like your portfolio, you don't, you're not really doing it for your present self. You're doing it for your future self. So you need to continue to invest for your future self, even though you know damn well you're not going to reap that reward until your ex. Like what for your portfolio, you're not going to reap that reward till you're 65 or however long you can't touch your 401k for. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I know that if I was to create a fitness 401k, you couldn't touch it till you're after your ideal weight. Right. And you maintain that for six months. Right. So you just, you know that it's a part of investment and we know it financially. We do it all the time. Like everyone is so damn worried about their retirement fund even though their present fund isn't very fulfilled either, Mm -hmm. but they're worrying about their financial liberty in the future. But let's start investing in our physical future as well. Right. You know, changing your everyday habits to give you a body that you want to cash in on when you're 65, not just financially. Like I, I, it's, it's interesting how skewed the actions are when it comes to your longevity like it seems like financial things is the only thing that we care about for our longevity it's not our health right and that scares me it is it, i would agree and it's funny because matt and i were just talking about that my husband mm-hmm. right um just talking about 
we were out at a place and I just look around cause I'm in a, in an age, right? Like I'm not the oldest and I'm not the youngest mm-hmm. anymore. I'm kind of in this middle age bracket. And I look at people who are older and it just like, they've given up. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, I don't want that. Like, yeah. I don't, that's not going to be my financial future or my, my fitness future. Yeah. Right. And that's why I need to work on it now. Yeah. Work on it now. And then you'll reap the reward of that compound interest later down the line. So right. you create promises to yourself. Um, you reverse engineer those promises, mm-hmm. those daily promises from your ultimate goal. Whatever your goal is, work your way backwards and start with something you can do today so that you can win today and continue to apply that, build that self-confidence that self through self-discipline that'll give you more confidence in the end. And through consistently, you'll be able to build that time and time again and kind of roll over those funds into the next one. Roll over those tools you got to get you to flossing every day to now we're going to start I don't have another health example, but doing something more. (laughs) So how do you invest into your future? Not financially. How do you invest in those smart goals for the future? It's this time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so if we're thinking, if we're looking at it through a parallel of financial investment, you have either high risk or low risk and you're either going to make small incremental changes, small incremental inputs to give yourself a small stable output at the end, or you're making massive dumps into it and hoping that it's going to take off and you're going to get large rewards in the end. So I guess my point with that would be you get out of it what you put into it. If you're putting in, if all you're doing is getting 60 ounces of water a day, um, you're, it's going to be proportional to the future. So amplify that. If that's not ample and that's not going to give you a best case scenario in 10 years, then let's course correct. Let's, let's take a different action um, so that we have a better, better cash out. Like how mm-hmm. can we have a be- bigger cash out in the future? Mm-hmm. Um, so take that investment of your time. The more time we invest now, the greater that reward is going to be in the future, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Invest more time up front into your health and fitness so that you can reap the reward later down the line. I truly, truly believe if people took two years, so 700 days plus to he- go heavy into their f- health and fitness, and really took time to build up muscle and to, you know, during that two year phase cut down at some point that that process of adding muscle and building those habits to sustain a healthier body, you've set yourself up for metabolic success drastically in just two years for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Because not just only is your metabolism higher, but you've created healthy habits that you can sustain for longer if you really just dive in and go extreme for two years but there are gonna be a lot of people listening to this and they're gonna be like hell no that's two years that's a long time Camille but from my perspective I'm like two years to unlock the rest of my life exactly but 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 I got a lot more life looking at me right you do but what people don't realize is one life is going to pass you by anyway yeah so why don't you why why not be productive doing it Mm -hmm. and i fundamentally believe this statement the days go slow but the years go fast a hundred percent so while it two years may sound like a long time it will go by very quickly um are the days a grind yes um but i will tell you it's worth it Mm -hmm. i mean it is it is worth it and and to 
give up based on the time factor, mm-hmm. that's not a that's not a valid excuse. And I like my favorite way to find balance is to go to the extreme and then dial it back. Like mm-hmm. that's to me what I've found is the fastest way to assume like a homeostasis rhythm. But you have if you're only making small incremental changes, you're only going to see small incremental changes. Right. But if you take massive changes, it's going to completely change the trajectory of your life. Right. You going all into your fitness in the last two years has completely changed your life. Like you went from being like here to a little bit over here. If you would have just, you know, tried to get more sleep one day and or tried to get water the next quarter and tried to get work out the next quarter, if you took them all kind of incrementally one step at a time, you would have shifted your life a little bit. But because you tried to work on all of the things um, or as many things as you could by setting up systems for yourself to be able to kind of handle one task at a time to trying to build in more ways to take on more improvements, you completely change the trajectory. You move the needle way more by trying to take, not trying to take on more, um, but, but setting myself up with success, I, I set myself up with success for success in the discipline, the daily discipline, yeah. the daily habits that were attainable. Yep. Right. Um, because a lot of people, especially they're so gung ho when they start out thinking, I want to, I want to lose weight. Right? Sure. I do think people they, fail by trying to do all they the do, things. Yes. Like and that's why, to do that's why we're saying yeah. start small and then you can build quickly. Yeah. Right. Um, again, going back to the compound interest concept, right? Like the more things you can start changing, the the faster you're going to see results. The faster you can lock down, like right, right, right. So don't mistake what I said for like mm-hmm. trying to add all the changes at one time. Right. You took one change, you found out how to implement it, and then like you set that rule in. Yep. And then you tried to add the next one. Like it, it, it shortened your time from which you added one thing to the next. Right. And you're always adding more things because you're constantly trying to propel yourself out of that comfort zone. Right. Um. So that's where I think you've seen the speed is you're rapidly conquering an addition. And right. applying it, succeeding it, and then moving on to the next one. You're yeah. not trying to add all the things and letting all the plates spin. You're getting the plates spinning all at right. one time. You're getting your fitness plate spinning. You're getting your finance plate spinning. You're moving around. You're giving each one enough attention before you move on to the next one. Exactly. So make sure you're, you know, once we do have those promises, give those promises the right time of day before you move on to the next one. But understanding that moving on to the next one, moving out of the comfort zone is the goal that is going to move the needle the fastest Mm -hmm. if you ask me right um and the second way that we invest for our future is through money it's our uh financial outlet Mm -hmm. and you are going time is going to pass us by um finances are going to go out the door um if it's now it's probably in the form of a gym membership um in the form of healthy nutritional choices if we're going to pay later um, it's probably going to come in the form of medical bills, yep. probably going to come in the form of medications, mm-hmm. probably going to come in the form of adapting our living situation to accommodate to our current state of health. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've always wanted a three-story house, but maybe your knees can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to pay now or you're going to pay later. It, there's not a, uh, a frugal path to success. Like you're, the, the financial investment is going to happen whether you like it or not. So let's be proactive about it, not reactive. Um, There's a difference between paying now and later. There's proactive versus reactive. 
um, the more proactive we can be, the more we, we limit that future reaction. Right? Right. Right. And I think um, some people, because everybody knows that person who was super fit, super healthy, but they got cancer or they got mm-hmm. X, Y, or Z. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, when we're kind of in the valley, we like to look for excuses and reasons for us to justify our mm-hmm. behaviors. Mm-hmm. So people will be like, well, you know, so-and-so worked out every day of their life and they died of a heart attack. They, whatever. Yep. Yep. Right. But what was their quality of life? Right. Like they had a great quality of life mm-hmm. or they've set themselves up to have a greater, shorter comeback than somebody who was not fit and mm-hmm. healthy. Right. Like um, there are the positives to that. So don't get in your own head and mm-hmm. think, you know, well, I can't perform a gym membership. I'll just deal with whatever health issues come. Just try, just, just try. Yep. Try and figure out a way because. And that being said, I don't think any financial investment is required for fat loss or Ooh, it's not. you don't need to pay for a trainer. There or is no or- secret formula. You can work out at home with zero equipment and you can make better food choices with the same income for a higher quality food and still lose weight. It's not money is not your ticket out of this. Um, but it's the, the investment. Where are you putting your energy? It's not the money. It's the investment. Right. Spot on. Exactly. And we have so much, I mean, if you have access to a phone, most, Mm -hmm. no matter what, most people have a phone or a computer Mm -hmm. or something. There's so many ways that if you can't afford a gym membership, like Google, like you have to seek, you have to be your own advocate. Like you have to seek, um, there are all kinds of workouts and all kinds of, um, demonstrations on how to do workouts. Like it's again, don't give yourself the excuse. I see that a lot in the way that we rely on the medical system. Um, I have friends that are dealing with medical issues and they're just so, so reliant on the doctor to come up with the answer. But what I think is no one should be more concerned about your health than you. Right. You should be like nose into those books, learning anything and everything that you can about whatever the problem area right. is. If your problem area is digestion, if you can't poop, you better learn all about your digestive system. Learn right. how the food that comes in your body, how it's processed what enzymes are at play, what things affect your digestion. Is it water? Is it sleep? Is it fiber? Like learn about it. Right. No one should care more about your health than, than you. you. Yep. 100%. No one. Because I don't care if your body sucks. Right. Like I do because it's my job, but I don't on a personal level, it doesn't affect me. Right. But my body affects me. Exactly. So I should give a whole lot of dams about how to improve my current situation. 100%. And I think the biggest before you can even do anything, but you can't do what you don't know is education. Right. You can edu- there's so much free education in this world. Right. Uh, YouTube. <laughs> right. Anything you want to learn about, go watch a YouTube video about it. Take that self-initiative to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big misstep. Yes, I think there's a, it's a huge missed opportunity to right. educate yourself. Um, my favorite ways to educate myself are podcasts and YouTube, for sure. YouTube is probably my favorite right now. Um, And you can educate yourself about whatever it is that you want. I educated myself about how to do makeup. And guess what? I make money doing it now. Mm -hmm. And, but you took that time to, to learn about it. 
and and you have that curiosity. Right. I think it doesn't learning. I think gets a bad stigma for people in grade school. Right. Uh, not for me. Both my parents are school teachers. Like I am a nerd. Always have excelled at school in the formal education system. Though I'm not a huge fan of it, I've always excelled at it. So it's easy for me to say, mm-hmm. uh, educate yourself because I've always liked doing it. But it was instilled to me at a very early age, curiosity. Just get curious about learning how things work, um, mm-hmm. learning what levels there are. I have found out there are so many levels to each industry. It is fascinating. Learn more about whatever it is that you're interested in. Right. Aside from health and fitness, like if you really like 3D printing, like nerd out on that stuff at home instead of just mm-hmm. consuming media, like get take action and learn about something so that you can apply it or at least start talking to people about it and you can become a resource then rather than just a, a cog in the machine, you know, take take action. Take action. Well, and think about like a 5-year-old, mm-hmm. right? They're number one question is always why Mm -hmm. why 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 is the sky blue why do the leaves fall off the trees when it becomes fall why Mm -hmm. is the grass green Mm -hmm. you know it there's so many questions and i think just in general over time people don't have answers right Mm -hmm. and so you stop asking the questions Mm -hmm. and so i think we have been conditioned to either wait for information to fall into our laps Mm -hmm. um or we just don't seek it and Mm -hmm. so i think to your point be curious and mm-hmm. be a seeker of knowledge and everybody, you know, start somewhere, right? Everybody's a novice before they're an expert or even, you know, whatever. So seek. And education helps with adherence. Yes. If you're trying to stick oh, to a yeah. plan, uh, to me, if you don't tell me why, I'm just yeah. not going to, it's not going to be easy for me to follow along. Right. But if I know why we're doing it, game on right right I know why right. I like I know what the motive is for doing said goal right if you tell me why I'm foam rolling game on I'm doing right. it every day if you don't tell someone why and I'm just like just trust me right oh the yeah. hell if I'm gonna right. trust you you didn't give yeah. me why or why um, is protein so important when yep. you are training why is that I mean I that's the king of the macros right when you're yep. training why if I just tell you eat more protein okay yeah. That doesn't mean anything. They don't have a reason to. Right. Um, so learn why you're doing something um, mm-hmm. to you'll have better adherence that way. What did you tell me this last week that you learned about nutrition? The more that you learn about how nutrition is decomposed in your and broken down in your body makes you want to eat healthier. Yes, it does. Yeah. It's because you know why What's going on. Yep. So the more that you can learn, the more you can make an educated decision and not be a victim and take ownership, but you, you, they all kind of have to roll in the same boat and move together. Um, but look for ways to educate yourself. Don't just be passive, be active, right? Active learning. So, so just to kind of summarize, you have to become self-aware of what's going on in your head. You have to take ownership of your standards, Mm -hmm. right? Um, own your path, um, own your choices, own your behaviors, and then um, you start create promises to yourself um, to get you on the path of, of on the right path, basically. And then you comply or you apply self-discipline instead mm-hmm. of motivation mm-hmm. um, as a as the key on that um, on executing on those promises. And then that develops confidence, which 
you have to be consistent mm-hmm. and um, over time to reap the rewards of that. Right. And so moving into like, okay, all of this is great, really um, cool, high level information, but what can we do today? And what do you do every day um, that gets you closer to your goals rather than farther? What are some of your daily habits that you use on a regular basis to, like I said, move you closer to your goals? Well, for me, obviously, number one is I I work out Mm -hmm. every day. It's, I, I'm, I'm now starting to incorporate rest days, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's never, I mean, that that's not how I started. Um, I don't necessarily recommend that for everybody because mm-hmm. your body does need to rest. But just my daily habit is knowing that I have to move. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I have to get that in. Move your body in whatever way that um, means to you. Yeah. Now that I'm more in a balanced phase of my life, now that I have hit my weight, my weight goals, um, my way to maintain that is through physical movement. Mm-hmm. I try to do something, whether it's raking the leaves or my favorite is going rollerblading or going to Frisbee golf, do something that moves your body. Um, and why we do that is for the chemical flux of hormones that gets released after you do something that physically moves your body. Um, so there's a reason why we're working out. It's mm-hmm. to create that chemical reset um, and to build muscle. More muscle burns more fat. More muscle you have means more food you get to eat if you're motivated by food. Um, and so what are, what are you know, obviously they're, look up the reasons to work out, right? But that is mm-hmm. why we include physical movement in our daily life. Right. The second part, uh, preparation. So my preparation actually starts at nighttime um, for the next day. Um, when I'm really on my, on my jam, I am preparing my food for the week um, so that I don't have to do it in the day of. I'm preparing my supplements. Um, I would say, Kel, you probably do a little bit more of preparation than I do because your lifestyle is a little bit more on the go. I'm kind of a homebody right now, so I don't have to prepare as much um, as much as you because I'm just literally at home base more often than you. Mm-hmm. Um, but mentally, I do a lot of preparation for certain tasks that I'm getting into. Um, I, I cultivate that that scenario a little bit better. But what do you do? Like my tangibles, like when I'm in prep, I guess I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. But when I'm in prep, mm-hmm. I am meal prepping on Sundays. I used to carry a massive pill pack. I looked like I was living in senior living um, with all the medication um, pill containers that were taking all my supplements for my training. I would pack my gym bag the night before when I was in high school. I used to pack, up, set out my clothes for the entire week at a time. Uh, in neat little piles in my house. Uh, crazy. But set your clothes out the night before. I find that helps a ton. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it takes, it saves that much time. But being able to wake up and put your clothes on right away without having to find think. your socks. We're having to think about it. True. It's just, it's so, it makes, it's one less thing that you have to have decision fatigue yes. for. Like exactly. it's, you set yourself up for success. Right. It's not the time it's the mental. It's the mental. It's, it's, the, it's mental. the mental fatigue. It's that decision fatigue that you'll run into. So the more that you can eliminate having to make choices in your day, the better it is. You can make um, more constructive choices rather than just like doing the bare minimums. Right. Um, so definitely set yourself up for success the next day. Um, that's what that's what I would do. What what things do you do during contest prep? I, yeah, I would pack my gym clothes, pack my work clothes, pack my food cook my food early one of the things is um well, i am pretty consistent on what i eat mm-hmm. so I, I already know what i'm eating 
if I am going to go out or if I know I'm going to be like, we're going to go to restaurants or something Mm -hmm. like that, I end up logging, um, when I'm tracking my macros, Mm -hmm. I end up logging the foods that I know that I have to eat. So Mm -hmm. like for one thing for, for supplements, um, protein, my post workout protein shake and my, my, um, carb replenishment. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then I know I set myself up for success. So I know what I have left to work with. Build your day around it. And I built, yeah. And so then I can build backtrack my choices, which I think when people, um, when I talk to my clients and they say, uh, I didn't follow my nutrition plan today. Well, why did that happen? Well, my boss took me out for Panera. Did you know about it? Yeah. Okay. There's no problems with going out to Panera for lunch, but we just have to change the rest of our day, prepare to change the rest of our day. Mm-hmm. To fill in the gaps around that. Maybe we're eating egg whites and veggies for breakfast instead of our bacon and eggs. Exactly. Um, we're saving our fats for a little bit later on in the day, doing a little bit heavier protein in the morning, mm-hmm. um, preparing for that one meal uh, in advance. Well, and even like if you do go to the Panera, right? There yep. are so many restaurants that have their nutrition oh, content yeah. online. Mm-hmm. Is it perfect? No. Right, it's close enough because it's, you have human people yeah. making this, these foods, but it's it's close enough. Yeah, right? it gets you in the ballpark exactly. <laughs> and so you can go ahead. I mean, I am a big proponent of this, like getting onto the nutrition website of a restaurant and then figuring oh, yeah. out what I'm going to eat, putting it in my tracker, and that's what I don't even look at a menu before when I go you get in, there. Yep, right? you already because, know what you're ordering. Yes, because food is my kryptonite. So you have to figure out a way to make yourself more successful. And another way that I prepare um, was booking out my times that I'm going to work out. This has been huge for me um, recently as my schedule isn't very concrete. The time that I work out every day is different. Um, So I will book into my Google calendar the times that I'm working out that week. A, those are promises and I'm going to be more likely to fulfill those promises to myself. Um, but B, I've carved out the time in my schedule to do it. So I eliminated my excuse of I don't have time for it. I built, I prepared, I built in the time for it. Um, I use Google Calendar so heavily. It's ridiculous. Um, but that I think is one of the key successes, um, key tools that I use to keep myself set up for a path of success. Um, I'm, I'm planning. I'm time blocking. I'm chunking out things. I write it down. Um, I used to even write uh I used to have an entire calendar just for my food, the times that I would eat because I would get so busy. I'd forget to eat. So I would literally just schedule in when I was going to eat so that I didn't have any excuses of missing a meal. I think the overall thing, right, is planning. Yeah. Right. Because like even if even if I'm working out, you have to have a plan when you walk in the gym. Yeah. Otherwise, you just you're lost. Right. And so I use, well, your your um, training plan Mm -hmm. that you put together for me or I have an app Mm -hmm. that tells me like these are the exercises that I have to do. And then that's what I do. And I just focus on that. That's all I have to focus on that day, mm-hmm. that workout, and then I'm done. Have a plan so that you know how you're going to execute it. Exactly. If you don't have a plan, you're not going to be able to execute exactly. And you're not going to build the confidence. Exactly. So have a plan, uh, whatever that plan looks like. And that plan can change, but at least you have a plan. Right. Um, my daily habits um, would be education. I like to listen to a podcast when I get ready for work. Um, I used to listen to podcasts on my way to work, but like I said, my, my commute is just much smaller now. Um, I used to be more into reading books than I am currently, um, but I used to read every night before I go to bed for 10 minutes, um, just set my alarm right before I go to bed. Reading makes me actually really, really tired, so it was actually a good thing to like kind of mm-hmm. coast me into sleep, mm-hmm. um, but then it sets your brain on a different thought pattern as well, and I like doing that before I go to bed. I feel like I come up with better, like different ideas um, when I go to bed, reading something thought-provoking. 
um, right before I go to bed. And reading articles, Flipboard is huge for me on my daily new um, my daily habits. I, re- I have an app called Flipboard. And you follow topics that are interesting to you. So like I follow Tesla, Google, um, tiny homes and positive psychology. And it brings me relevant, um, recent articles about those topics. And you just flip through art. Like if I don't like the title, I just keep flipping. And then I pick one, read it. They're short, two, three minute articles. Um, Just learning more. I like learning random knowledge. And so that's one of my favorite apps that I like to do that. I don't like watching the news, um, but I... I stay relevant with news topics through the articles on Flipboard. So that's a fun app that I like. My favorite podcasts are the Ed Milet podcast, MFCEO, um, which is more a little bit training and self-development. And Stuff You Should Know, really random podcast. You just go really in-depth about random pieces of information um, like I know way too much there is to know about ketchup and breast implants. Like they, they have a different episode for different topics. Um, and that can just be really fun to stimulate your, your mental creativity, learn a tone about something was super random. So that's a podcast that I listen to and I'm not really feeling like being raw rod. Yeah. <laughs> Always just learn something random that right. doesn't seem very useful. Um, what do you, what's your tips for, uh, what do you do for your daily education? Same podcasts and reading. And what are your favorites? Um, well, same at my let, um, the MFCEO, I like TNT podcast mm-hmm. training and nutrition. It's also a first form podcast, mm-hmm. um, outperform mm-hmm. the norm by Scott Welly. Um, the Tony Robbins. Oh yeah. Um, um, podcast, um, Tom Bailu, Bailu, yeah. Bailu. I don't know if I say that right. Um, and it's impact theory. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always fascinating. So the, those are some of the, um, podcasts that rotate through. Um, and then some of the other two podcasts that I listen to when I'm feeling a little bit more hippie rah rah would be um, the Highest Self podcast. Um, that's when talking a little bit more about your vibrations and your inner passion. Um, when I'm feeling a little bit uh, looking for a little bit more of that level of, of inspiration, um, MFCEO and Med Milet are a little bit more mm-hmm. tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, these are a little bit more intangible. Um, same with Inspire Nation. That is one of my other favorite ones. Um, but for your foodie too, um, foods and set food and session. Yes, um, by Emily Frisella. By Emily Frisella is also really always, good. Yeah, she's pretty and fun because not you don't always when you're like in the thick of it, you don't really always want to learn about like how do you take control of your life. Sometimes right. you just want to stimulate your brain, but right? Not in a way that you're gonna feel bad about yourself, right? Um, and so sometimes like a food and session can be a really good way to just yeah. stimulate your brain, but not in a way that might think you know, might, might make you feel bad or something. Right. Um, how do you restore your body? Because we can't just spend our whole life in upward, upward, upward. We do have right. to take times in that, that, recharge. that stable zone. Yep. Recharge, reset. We got to fill up the gas tank. Um, I do, I restore a lot by doing foam rolling. I restore my physical body. We can't spend our whole life getting tight, tight, tight. Um, we're going to limit ourselves on the uh, place where we, places where we can go. Um, so doing foam rolling daily before my workouts is how I restore my body. Um, sleep, huge. Sleep is huge. I'm a big proponent of sleeping. I think I slept from 10 PM until 9 AM this morning, which was amazing. I really needed it after this last week. We could do a whole podcast on sleep. Oh, the God, benefits no, of we sleep should. are, we should, because they the benefits of sleep are just astounding. And, like, who doesn't love sleeping? Oh, God. I love it. I love it, too. I love crawling in bed every pleasure. night. Me, too. Oh, yes. I am, like, super grandma style. Like, I and my friends were, like, I'm 23. 
and I had two other 23 year olds last night they were like, you should come out with us. And I was like, hard pass. <laughs> I am going straight to bed. And I feel zero shame or guilt about it. Because mm-hmm. um, sleep is king for me. And then um, some meditation, Great. gratitude, just kind of so, resetting uh, yourself, um, balancing yourself out again. We talked a lot about that, how to reset. And then um, time management is foundation for improving where you're at on the daily on the daily how can you maximize your time right and map it out like you would be like you there are apps on your phone that tell you how much time you've spent on instagram or or whatever and it's like shocking sometimes super jarring i could not believe i was spending uh i think it was seven hours a week on instagram that's a fucking part-time job. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I like look you... calculated out like the income that like if I had a part-time job at that money like at that rate, mm-hmm. it's like Jesus, seven hours a week times ten bucks an hour, mm-hmm. seventy bucks a week times four times a week or times four times a month. That's enough for a trainer. Right. <laughs> yeah. So map out your time, right? Like, yeah. Look at where you... you're spending your time. Right. Because where are you it's investing? So in? easy to just waste time oh my god when you could be using so when everybody says i don't have time to x y or z you really do you really do it's just where do you want to spend your time and you and and you don't know where you're spent you don't know how to spend it in the future if you don't know what you're spending it on right now so you have to figure out where you're spending your time so you can manage it better and uh where i wasted a lot of time in the past was between 6 p.m and midnight like that time was as good as useless for me because I was already done working. I was done for the day and I just did nothing from 6 p.m. on because I was done for the day. Mm-hmm. But that is so much hours of your day every single day, every single week, every single month. Yeah. Tons of time. My boyfriend is like an optimizer of between 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. He will do so many things in that time frame. It's intense. Like He'll do what I would do on a whole weekend day and one afternoon after work because you just keep propelling yourself. You know, you, you, you're not just spending three hours a night on Netflix. Like that is a ton of time. Right. Right. And, 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 and again, like you might want to have a day where you spend some time on Netflix, right? That might recharge you, but that shouldn't be your life. And that shouldn't be your daily. Right. Cause that's what we're talking about is the daily habits that you need to make to execute on a better, happier, healthier life. Yeah. And I, I mean, this is a really bold statement, but I would say for anyone who's looking to, who is not currently happy with their current state of health or fitness, I don't really think that you should watch Netflix on the couch no. at all. I didn't say you shouldn't watch Netflix because you know where a really great place to watch Netflix is during your cardio <laughs> when you're at the gym or um, habit stack, habit stack, do right. things you don't like doing that you need to do with things that you like doing, but you don't need to do. Right. I don't like doing cardio, but I like watching Grey's Anatomy. Well, guess what? If I want to watch Grey's Anatomy, I can watch as much of it as I want as long as I'm on cardio. Right. I can, and or doing laundry. Right. I like to do two things at one time right. so that you can. It's super setting. Yeah, exactly. You're just, just getting better lift. bang for your buck. Exactly. More so time efficient. Find ways to be more efficient with your time. Um, habit stack, do two things at once. Um, if you can, if it makes sense, sometimes doing more is not more. Um, but usually if you're starting out, you can find ways to do more in your day. Um, even if it's just being more curious in your daily life, looking up more ways 
to improve looking, just new things that you can do. Um, I think hobbies are great. Finding different ways to improve and take action. Take action. Take action. You can wish all you want, but if you don't take action, you won't get anywhere. You got to move exactly. the boat. Got to get moving Roll the somewhere. Boat. Roll the boat. Roll the boat. Well, with that, I think we've we've covered that today. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think we've kind of laid the lay of the land um, of the things that we've used to help get us to where we are now, and that we use daily that are that we're currently using to move us right. forward in the future. We're planning in times to do podcasts um, and things like that. So hopefully this was helpful and tag us. If you did something, if this helped spur an action to do something different today than you have done in the past, we'd love, 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 love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this was helpful and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.